body of phantoms and monsters. They exist among us, and sometimes they win. Even the devil was an angel once. The world has its own rules, and these rules are not human. Some of us seek answers to the origin and existence of cryptids and the unexplained. Join us as we venture beyond the known and accepted boundaries. Welcome to our nightmare. I think you're going to like it. Hey, folks, I'm back. <laughs> oh, man. Good evening and welcome to Fans Monsters Personal Reports, where I narrate and discuss some of the cryptid and unexplained sightings and encounters that we receive at Phantoms and Monsters. Now, I was having a problem for a while, uh, but I'm glad, I hope most people stuck around, but uh, I finally got the camera going again. So, uh, look, Phantoms and Monsters Radio is, is made possible by you uh, clicking the subscribe button and by you sharing our programming. Super chat and super thanks donations are always appreciated. And uh, you can click the dollar icon located below the chat box. Uh, buy me a coffee link is also available. So your consideration is very much appreciated. Now, if you're in the chat and you have a question, uh, use all caps, but I'll, I'll let you know when I, I do my last presentation and you can start putting the... Um, the questions up on the chat. So tonight, you know, we're going to talk about some more winged creatures. It's not going to be necessarily just winged humanoids. Uh, we've had a few come in recently, and I wanted to get some of them out there. So, uh, you know, winged creatures have always been around us in some form or another, and uh, most witnesses consider these encounters as profound and life-changing. And as well, many are fearful of the future, believing that these beings are some type of harbinger of terrible events. So I'll detail uh, these real life experiences and uh, they have come my way all, over all these years. So Jordan, thank you for your, your donation, much appreciated. So let's start off. This is, um, this is a kind of an older sighting I got a while back. I don't think I ever had it on here, but anyway, it was, it was a winged humanoid encounter near Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Now, I don't know if it was a Mothman or what it was, but, you know, I'll read what was sent to me and then you can um, you can go ahead and determine for yourself what you think it was. Um, dear sir, my name is Megan. I am forwarding a summary of an experience that I had that I and a friend had in August of 2010. Now my friend associate Kira and I traveled from Columbus, Ohio to Ravenswood, West Virginia on business. Now, while we were there, I wanted to make a side trip to Gallipolis, Ohio, which is right across the river from uh, Point Pleasant uh, to visit relatives I had not seen for quite a while. So after our meeting and presentation, we drove onto Ohio Route 7 and traveled south along the Ohio River near towards Gallipolis. We had a nice, though brief, visit with my relatives. Around 6 p.m., we left their home and drove a few miles north on Route 7 to check into a hotel near the local airport. 
Now, around 7.30 p.m., we decided to get dinner and found a quiet restaurant so we could eat and work. So after we finished, Kira needed to go to the store and pick up a few items that she forgot to pack. So we headed to a Walmart that was nearby the restaurant. So after we finished shopping, we were walking to the car when I noticed a woman running through the parking lot. Now, when she reached her car, she looked back in the direction of the store and then hurriedly got into her car. I quickly looked into this in the same direction and saw what looked like a large bird flying above the roof of the store. It was difficult to see, but when it swooped downward, the parking lot lights would shine off of it. It looked like it was either oily or had shiny leather-like skin. Now, whatever it was, it had a wide wingspan. I would guess it reached 8 to 10 foot across at least. It circled above the store for about a minute and then disappeared. Now, we were both somewhat shocked at what we witnessed, but we figured it was just a large, just a large bird. So since it was dark, I figured we had misjudged what, we really, you know, what it really was. So we drove back to the hotel and decided to call it a night so we could get up early and start our drive home in the morning. I got ready for bed, but thought I'd watch some television first. And by this time, it was around 10 p.m. or so. Now, I must have dozed off fairly quickly because the next thing I remember is frantic knocking on my door. I stumbled out of bed and checked who it was. It was Kira. And she was obviously upset. She rushed into my room and said, it's here. What are you talking about? A little bit perturbed that she woke me up. She said that she was laying on the bed reading when she heard something in the hallway. She got out of bed, walked to the door, and listened to what she thought were scratching sounds. After a few minutes, the sound stopped, so she went back to bed. Not long after she lay down, she heard more scratching sounds, but from the outside of her window. Again, she got up and peeked through the curtains. This time, something looked back at her. Now, our rooms were on the second floor in the back section of the hotel, and both looked out onto a small parking lot and a large field beyond that. She could see what she described as a bald, ugly man with wings who was looking directly at her with large, bulging eyes that lit up bright red. It was there for only a few seconds and spread its wings while running at uh, the same time towards the end of the parking lot, lifted off the ground like a bird. You're kidding, right? I muttered to her. Meg, I swear to God, that thing is out there and it knows we saw it. I knew the only way I was going to get some sleep was to allow Kira to stay in my room. The next morning, we woke early, checked out, and drove back to Columbus. Now, Kira didn't mention the incident from the previous night during the ride. In fact, she has still never said anything else about it. We continue to be good friends and have a very good working relationship. But I got curious. I had never heard about the Mothman or any of the tales associated with it. I grew up in Texas and had lived in Ohio for only a few years. I moved into my mom's house after she had passed away. Her relatives lived throughout Ohio, but I had never been told any of the stories. This is the reason I'm writing you. We were near Point Pleasant, West Virginia, when we had this encounter. Do you think this possible this was the Mothman? I read some of your posts recently, and I'm starting to believe that Kira actually saw something supernatural. In light of what the prophecies of danger that this thing is supposed to warn people about, Kira 
has had some bad luck and tragedy since that day. Her husband suddenly left her. She had a fire in her house, and she severely injured her leg in a fall. Could this be connected? I personally don't believe in predictions, either good or bad, but I will admit that this has been some strange times since we witnessed whatever. So, uh, you know, it's an interesting story because it, it kind of, you know, the, it, again, this is another story where people are hearing sounds in, in a hotel room, but this time they, they looked out and this thing was looking at them. And of course, you know, I, I mentioned the last time about the sightings in Chicago some people had in their hotel. And of course, I had the sounds in a couple of weeks ago when I was in the hotel in Rockford. For, so apparently this does happen. So uh, this next sighting, or this next report, was a military wife described Mothman encounter in her bedroom. Now, a military wife in Killeen, Texas, recalls her encounter with an apparent Mothman in her bedroom. She's still searching for answers and fears that the creature may return. Hi, Lon. I'm from Waterville, Maine. Back in the late summer or early fall of 1971, I was newly married and living in Killeen, Texas with my husband, who was in the U.S. Army. We had a small duplex apartment in Killeen. One night, we had he had duty, and I was home alone in bed around 3 a.m. in the morning. I woke up suddenly and saw a black figure standing at the bottom of my bed. It was eight to nine foot tall and had huge black wings and red eyes. I closed my eyes and opened them again and had cl it clearly moved closer to me on the right side of my bed. I couldn't scream. It was as if I was frozen in fear. I covered my head in the blankets. I was so afraid. About five minutes later, I looked and it was gone. It gave me a horrible feeling and I prayed never to see it again. Shortly after this event, I came back to Maine as I was way too frightened to ever stay alone at night when he was on duty. I told my mom I had seen a huge black angel that night, and she was glad I came home as that didn't sound good. I had never heard of the Mothman, but a few years later, I came across an article and a drawing of one. Even before I read the article, I said, wow, that is exactly what I saw in Texas. It didn't have a noticeable neck, and its face was hooded. Its wings tucked into its side, but it could tell that it was very large. It was totally black, except the eyes were round, large, and red. Lon, I still think of this thing with fear. Personally, I do not have any idea what it is. I'm 57 now, and I'm still searching for an answer. Now, she uh, left a postscript saying that the apartment I lived in had a well in the entranceway that always gave me the creeps, a cistern, a cistern I believe it is called. Just a flat rock covered it and still had water in it. I couldn't see the water, but I heard the plop when I dropped the rock in it. This probably has nothing to do with it, but I figured I'd tell you anyway. <laughs> so I don't know what she saw. Uh, but, you know, over the years, I've gotten a lot of Mothman, supposed Mothman stories. And uh, most are pretty creepy. And there's, you know, there's a few caveats uh, that, that do crop up. So... Um, I got another one here where a Missouri couple encounters a wing cryptid after seeing Mothman Prophecies film. Now, Jefferson City, Missouri couple had an encounter with an unknown winged entity while driving. Interestingly, they had both seen the Mothman Prophecies, the film, the previous day. Hello. 
I have a small tidbit of a sighting or something that may or may not have been described by so many around the world at different points in time as being the Mothman. My girlfriend and I saw the Mothman prophecies at the movie theater, movie theater when it came out way back when. The next day, she and I were driving up a road situated in the middle of Jefferson City, Missouri, when this bird-like thing that resembled the bird-like thing in the movie that I believe was supposed to have caused the car accident bounced off of my windshield. I did, it didn't look like any kind of bird or any other kind of thing that I've ever seen. Right when the thing hit my windshield, my girlfriend cried, whoa. It was odd because the first thing I thought of after it happened was that it reminded me of the bird-like thing in the movie. And just after she cried, whoa, my girlfriend said, that looked like the thing in the Mothman prophecies. It's not the seven-foot humanoid creature with red eyes and wings, but I don't know what to think. I didn't look back to see what happened to whatever it was that hit the windshield, and I didn't stop to look either. Maybe I was just too freaked out. I'm not sure. Anyway, this happened in Jefferson City, Missouri, heading up the big hill into Southwest Boulevard. Uh, if you can help further, please feel free to contact me. So, um, you know, I did talk to several experiencers who have stated the same thing about watching the Mothman prophecies and having an encounter or actually having an encounter and then seeing the Mothman prophecies and freaking out while they're in the film, watching the film. It's happened on both sides. Are these manifest some type of manifestations, thought forms, tulpas? I don't know. But uh, it's, it's interesting. So this next one, I, I had just posted not long ago about a ranger who encountered a six-foot-tall red-eyed winged cryptid in Cuyahoga Valley National Park in Ohio, which I just drove through about two weeks ago. A former ranger at Cuyahoga Valley National Park in Ohio recalls an incident when a camper was lost. During the search, the camper encountered the ranger encountered a tall, red-eyed winged cryptid. So this is what he sent. Now, this incident occurred in 2004. I was working as a park ranger at Cuyahoga Valley National Park in North Central Ohio. I knew nothing about Ohio since I had grown up in the West Coast. I had actually volunteered for the 9, to 5, 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. shift when it was available. I was a night owl at the time. So one night around 3 a.m., I got this alert from one of the campsites saying that they couldn't find their friend. That part of the particular campground was out on a small peninsula. There were some coves and curved roads that made it easy to get turned around walking at night. It actually happened a lot. I got there and the friends seemed a little more scared than usual. They said they had been searching for an hour already and there was no sign of their friend. They all seemed to be about 18 to 20 years old and smelled of alcohol. Now, I didn't call law enforcement right away because often a drunk person will fall asleep on someone else's chair or picnic table. So we were usually able to find them soon enough. Now, this missing friend had been sleeping in a tent by himself while the rest were still sitting around the fire. Apparently, he was too tired to stay awake anymore and had gone into his tent to lie down. They said around 2 a.m. they heard him rustling around in his tent. Now, they went over to help him out and to see what was going on. He had walked into a nearby trees to relieve himself, but he didn't come back out. 
there shouldn't have been much of an area to get lost in. We all kept calling his cell phone. It rang, but there was no answer. I was concerned about drowning, too, so I followed his footsteps in the mud, which was assuming were his. The footprints then stopped abruptly well before the water stoned the trees. I looked around and didn't see didn't seem like he could have jumped anywhere. And most of the trees around where that were there were too big to have been climbed. Now the footsteps just ended. They didn't backtrack or anything, just a little weird. And we all kept searching until about 4 p.m. 4 a.m. and then called it off. I told them, let's just wait until morning. It's most likely that he had fallen asleep out of sight somewhere, so they all went back to their tents to try to get some sleep. I was way too wired to go home, so I actually kept at it. I was used to staying up all night anyway, and I just wanted to go sit down by the water and stay alert in case I noticed anything. So on my way over there, I saw two things dangling down from a tree up ahead. And when I got close enough to see more clearly, I just freaked out. I started backing away. They were feet, but they weren't human feet. I just let out this gasp, and then all of a sudden, this thing swooped out of the tree like a bat out of hell. All I could think was that some kind of vulture or something. It was gigantic with probably a 10-foot wingspan. And it had flown down to the water's edge with huge leathery wings. It was at least as tall as me, and I'm six foot in height. It then turned around, and it looked at me with its red glowing eyes. All this happened in a matter of seconds. I realized it wasn't any kind of bird for sure, and it didn't look like it had a beak. It didn't even look like it had a face. It just I just saw darkness in those red glowing eyes at that point. I became really concerned about the missing friend. I lost it, and I just started yelling at the creature. It turned around, and it ran along the shore until I couldn't see it anymore. I was sure we were about to find a dead body, but then I heard this rustling in the bushes, and this half-naked person came crawling out. It was a missing friend. And when he was able to make sense, he said he had gone to the lake to wash himself, and the freaky wing thing had scared him half to death. He'd been under the bush hiding and had passed out by then, I felt like I wasn't even in my right mind anymore. I took the guy back to the campsite and eventually got back to my office and checked out. I couldn't take it anymore. I had heard no clue how to even begin making sense of all of, that, all of this after all. I decided to switch to the day shift and it ended up being a lot better for me. I eventually left that job in the park in 2008, moved back west, and now I work for the state of California. So here we go. Was it a Mothman? I don't know what it was. Um, you know, it had red eyes. If it has red eyes, is it automatically a Mothman? I don't know. You know, that's that's up to you to decide. I'm gonna get a drink. Now, this next account I've had for quite a while. I uh, just let me look here real quick. Oh. Thanks to uh, Wins Nyes for the uh, for the donation. Thanks to Harry Henry Toledo for the uh, for the donation. Quite appreciate everything. Okay, well this next this next account was what I call North Georgia Mothman, and like I. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Said I, I got this a long time ago. It's about a dozen years old around there. So I received this email from a woman who I'll refer to as E.W. from North Georgia who thought she had encountered a Mothman. Now, after many months of correspondence, the witness agreed to allow me to post the event in July 2011, but only under strict circumstances. She reviewed this post and agreed to file contact being published to this following contact being published. Hello, I'm hoping you can shed some light on an incident that I had a few years ago. I was 25 at the time and was driving my friends to my friend's CW's house. It was quiet at 11 p.m., 11.30 p.m. as I drove south on the old country road off of uh, the nearby highway here where I live in North Georgia. Uh, very few people pass this way because it leads to nothing but a, a small group of houses. It, I turned on the radio, but nothing came on. I figured it was blown fuse, but then it started to hear weird scratching noises coming through the speakers. It sounded like a distant voice, but I couldn't understand what it was saying. And suddenly something flew in front of the car and hit the windshield with enough size and force that it totally mangled the grill on the hood. I immediately stopped the car. I heard what sounded like wings flapping on the roof, but then something rolled down the back window onto the trunk, then eventually onto the road. I thought I killed whatever it was. A woman in a truck had pulled up from behind and said she saw the thing hit the road. She said its eyes were glaring bright red. As we looked more closely at this thing, it resembled a man with large bat-like wings. The woman walked to the back of her truck and pulled a shotgun from the back and pointed it at this bat-like creature. It was starting to move, and we backed off. It stood. It slowly stood up on two large raptor-like claws, turned and stared directly at us with those terrible bright red eyes. The woman pumped the shotgun. It slowly levitated off the ground with the wings spread until it was about 10 foot up, and then instantly it let out a deafening screech as it just disappeared with a loud whoosh. The, the woman, who I found out later was C.W.'s aunt, and I just stood there looking at each other. This thing had the body of a well-built man. It had no feathers but charcoal gray skin like that of a bat with some hair on the shoulders and around the eyes and legs. Then it spread its wings and it had a span of 12 foot or more. I estimate it was about eight foot tall. I had, it had no head. It had no head, however, just eyes embedded in on the shoulders that had brows. I didn't notice a mouth or nose. There's no way I'm going to report this and CW's aunt totally agreed. We both drove off to CW's house and I was shook up, so I stayed the rest of the night. So the next morning, we went outside to inspect the car. There was a huge crack in the windshield and the grill was mangled beyond repair. The hood had just, the hood also had a deep 25 inch dent 
I started to walk back to the house when I noticed something lying in the grass beside the garage. It was CW's golden retriever lying dead for massive lacerations up and down its back. I just knew this thing had done it. That was three years ago, and I constantly dream of this creature. I was told by a friend that I encountered a Mothman. It looked more like a Batman, to be honest. I decided to look up a few of the sightings by others and saw your name and blog. Now, many of the images on Google were very similar to what I saw. I wrote to someone else about a year ago, but they never got back to me. And I included two images I think looked most like the creature I hit with the car that night. Could you contact me for uh, at my email? Thank you for your time. Uh, I looked for the I looked for the images. I didn't see them. I don't know what happened to them. But anyway, I contacted her, and I tried to to answer her questions. I have no doubt she witnessed a winged humanoid. Was it a Mothman? Possibly. She agreed to let me post the incident, provided I leave out several more personal points from the original email and. I'll say, I will say that she had experienced many of the same anomalous events claimed by through the original Point Pleasant, West Virginia witnesses, including some I discovered through research and witness interviews. Now, since the time I originally posted this account, several media sources in North Georgia have requested permission to republish, which I allowed. And it, it actually, I think it, it was in one of the, uh, is one of the Atlanta papers. About a decade ago. So here's the last post. So if you've got questions, go ahead and start posting up on the uh, on the uh, chat. Uh, a yard, a, a long, excuse me. <laughs> a young woman is scar stargazing with her ex-boyfriend when she observes a 15 to 20 foot wide pair of glowing wings gliding above them. She notes that she believes that this was a harbinger of recent world events. Now. I got this just a few months ago and she was talking about COVID and Ukraine and all this stuff. She thinks this was some type of, uh, you know, uh, harbinger that she saw before all this stuff took place. Well, anyway, this is what she wrote me. One night years ago, I was hanging out with my now ex-boyfriend. It was either November or December of 2019. We decided that night that we wanted to look at the stars. It was very cold out and probably around 1 a.m., but that didn't ever stop us from going outside. We put on an extra layer, grabbed the blanket, and laid out to look at the stars. Now, most of the night, we were having fun laughing and talking. There was one point where our conversation got very serious. He started explaining to me that he didn't believe in God or anything at all. He believes nothing will happen when we die. My response to that was, I respect his beliefs, but I believe in God. I know something will happen when we die. I've witnessed too many spiritual things in my life not to believe. I've always had a knowing that something more is out there. His only response was, once he sees something, he'll believe it. So we were quiet for a while after that, but eventually continued talking about other things and having fun. That's when I saw something in the sky. Now, what I saw was a massive pair of wings gliding directly above me. It was at least 18 to 20 foot. I couldn't make out a head, legs, or tail, just a massive pair of wings. It was dark and, it, it, and hard to see, but the wings had a subtle glow, just enough for me to see it. It almost looked 
see-through, but also glowing. It can't be for sure, though. I can't be for sure, though. It was a shocking thing to see. I wasn't necessarily horrified, but I was in complete awe. I didn't feel anything negative. My ex wasn't paying attention at first. I shouted at him to look up, and when he did, he immediately started panicking. He was swearing and freaking out. The pair of wings wasn't there for long. It just flew above us, then above my house, and seemed to disappear, just fade into the darkness. As it was flying, it, was, it only flapped its wing once, so really it was just gliding. Now, my ex grabbed me and insisted we go inside. He was horrified. He didn't get much sleep that night. Eventually, the next day after calming down, we decided we wanted to go out at night again and see if anything else happens. There was a lot more that happened. I, I won't get into much detail. We saw some UFOs and two big bright lights that appeared to be close to us. So bright that it was even hard to see. That itself was very scary and unusual, but the strangest thing was the winged being. Now, after this happened, my perspective of life changed completely. There's so much out there that we just don't know about. Not that it's related, but weird things started happening around the world, too. COVID, Ukraine, Chinese spy balloons, so many, much more. There's just so much happening. I've searched and talked to so many people to see if maybe they experienced something similar. I can't find much information. I do, do believe that maybe I saw an angel. Or could it be an interdimensional being? I'm not sure. I don't think... I'll ever know for sure, and I've accepted that. Again, as unbelievable as it sounds, this is something real that happened to me and my ex-boyfriend. So um, that's the end of it. So if you have questions, please put them out there. And Mortal Clown, thank you so much for the, the two donations. Much appreciated. Let's see. Okay. I think I got the first one. Mortal Clown, have you heard other tales of them killing pets? You know, this is something that we have been looking into with this thing in Chicago. Uh, if there have been pets missing reported and, and other things, we, we've also, I've also checked with the a ASPCA there and rescue people, and I, I haven't heard a thing. So, I don't know. Uh, as far as other, other sightings of Mothman or winged creatures, as far as messing with pets, yeah. There have instances where Thunderbirds had apparently pick, picked up small dogs and cats. Uh, I, do, I do remember a pterosaur sighting. In Illinois, and I think it was in Chicago somewhere, where it tried to pick up a dog but dropped it. So, uh, yeah, I, they, they do try, I guess. Marla Snyder, do you have any other reports of glowing wings? Yeah, every once in a while I get one. and But as far as it being a mothman or something like that, no. But, you know, most times when people see the glowing wings, first thing they start saying is angel. So are they seeing angels? I don't know. Um, many times these beings are much larger than what we get for a mothman. They're huge. So um, I don't know what people are seeing. Is it an angel? I guess it could be. 
What a clown. Have you ever heard of a female winged humanoid? Uh, not really. <laughs> I guess, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, how would you distinguish them unless they had breasts or outline of breasts or I don't know. I don't think we have. I had no doubt there are. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, what's a female of that species supposed to look like? I don't know. George Morgan, line any more recollections on your Chicago Mothman investigations lately? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do a, the, the last installment probably next week or the week after of um, more sightings out of O'Hare and some of the other sightings we've had more recently. Uh, I figured I'd give it a break this week, but there, there are other ones. I mean, we're, uh, we're constantly getting things and we're looking into it. Um, you know, we, this is, this whole, this whole investigation has been, I don't know. You want to call it an enigma, but it's like it's the cryptid that keeps on giving. That's what I call it. The cryptid that keeps on giving because I have never been involved with a cryptid investigation that has lasted like this long in one area. Uh, I don't know if anybody really has other than maybe a Bigfoot or a habituation or something like that. But uh, I don't know. But no, we'll, I'll have some more about the mall, the Chicago thing in, in a week or two. I promise you. Uh, any more questions, folks? Sorry for the delay. I don't know what happened to my camera. I, I don't know if it needed a charge or what it was. But, uh, you know, after I said I was going to leave, I wasn't going to do the show tonight. I took it off the stand and then I hit it again and it, came on so i don't i don't know what happened happened to me once before so maybe maybe it had something to do with being charged i'll let it charge up so um anyway i want to thank each of all you for coming on and chatting and if you made a donation it's truly appreciated uh your support is what definitely what makes all this happen so please like subscribe and share and if you have a sighting or encounter report that you'd like to be considered for personal report show, just let me know. Uh, send it to my email, lonstrickerfansmonster.com. Now, next Wednesday, I will be doing a show at 9 o'clock with my friend Nicole Strickland, who just wrote a book. Nicole is she's an amazing investigator, and she's, she's definitely gifted. She's written several books. She uh, she lives out in San Diego, but she's connected uh, personally with the uh, with the uh, uh, what's the name of the ship out there, the the Queen Mary uh, out in uh, Long Long Island or uh, Long Beach, California, and she's written several books about that. But it's always good to have her on with me because we always do have a great conversation. So. You know, come in next Wednesday. I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. She did this book she wrote is very nice, and uh, it's very detailed and has a lot of good stuff in it. So, um, until we meet again, stay healthy and have a safe and uh, weekend. Good night.